0: Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death, and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I am Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. We are doing the show a day early this week because I'm going to be traveling, and uh, I sent out a A note on my blog that came out early this morning instead of tomorrow. Normally it comes out on Thursday, but I sent it out on Wednesday. So hopefully those of you that are planning on calling in tomorrow night will get the note. And I also put it on social media, on Facebook and on Instagram. So hopefully people are seeing it there as well. Good reason to sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. Because every once in a while, I'll need to be in the air traveling or on the ground traveling, for that matter, and uh, need to change the show. So... It happens maybe twice a year so that's not too bad out of all the weeks of the year that we do the show but we have several people who've called in already they're on hold ready with their questions and I have several questions that have been submitted online as well so I'll get to as many of those as I can uh, time allows as time allows my intention in doing this show is to provide information insight and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions so let's go ahead and go to the phones and i believe our first caller is tracy hi tracy are you there oh, tracy yeah. Hi. i'm here yes hi julie
2: sorry <laughs> okay. i'm here good can you hear me she had the phone yes, on you yes i can oh, okay here we are
1: good how are you
2: i'm fabulous how are you
1: i well. Tell everybody where you're calling from.
2: I'm calling from Bethel, Connecticut. Lovely Bethel. It was a beautiful day today here.
1: Good. It was here, too, in Sweet Home, Alabama. Just gorgeous. Kind of cool. Oh. Yeah. Kind of cold? Kind of cool. You know, not, oh, cool. not super hot, but our leaves don't change down here until closer to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But I'm oh, sure you've okay. got some gorgeous colors up there. It's beautiful.
2: Oh, it's absolutely beautiful here now. Yes, yes.
1: Well, terrific. Terrific. You got a question for me?
2: Um. All right. I'll have a quick question. I'm going to go inside. Okay. Actually, uh, yeah, I was just like you. I guess maybe scan my younger daughter, Gianna. She's, she's got eczema, and I, literally since she was a baby, I was trying to you know, figure out why she's got it and try to control it and get her better. And it's just been uh-huh. so many things up and down by it and this and that. And it was hard as a baby. So maybe you can kind of give me some insight on how to help her with that.
1: Sure. How old is she?
2: She's 14.
1: Okay. All right. What I'm going to do, Tracy, is I'm going to connect from me to you, and then from you to Gianna. And for those of you that are first-time listeners, what I'm talking about is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit when we're spirits having a human experience in a human body. And when our spirits are in a body, we vibrate at a slower rate simply because the body has mass. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. It takes me a nanosecond to do it. And then I'm going to close my eyes and watch a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, up to Tracy in Connecticut. And then from Tracy, I'm going to connect to her daughter, Gianna. And Tracy, what I'm going to do is I will ask her telepathically for her permission to scan her. And if she gives it to me, I will. If she doesn't, I won't. Because I think it's unethical for me to scan somebody, regardless of how (laughs) young or old they are, without their permission. But all is not lost because we can get some information and you can say something to her about it. And perhaps we can do it another time if she won't let us. Usually it's kids who don't want me to scan them. And it's usually really little kids, which is, I think, hilarious. I think that's just (laughs) hilarious, like three- and four-year-old little kids. Yeah. I think that's a riot. But, okay, so here we go. I'm going to get you on my radar. Here comes my laser beam heading up to Connecticut. All right, got you. Okay, got Gianna. Gianna, I'm talking to your mom. I'm a friend of your mom's. Is it okay if I scan you energetically? She's saying no. All right. I knew what she was going to (laughs) say. You knew that. Well, she. I know Just give her a, just give her a little overview of what we do, and then perhaps next time show show uh, let us let me scan her. But in the meantime, we can ask some questions and get you some information. The first thing that came into my head when you were telling me about her eczema is that I've seen tremendous results in curing e- eczema by increasing good fat in the diet, and so that would include organic olive oil, organic coconut oil, avocados, nuts, seeds, grass-fed butter, things like that, and if she's 14, she probably has a normal kid diet, right? Yes, very much so. Yeah, so even with babies, if they, I've talked to moms who've put refined coconut oil in with their milk that they're drinking in a bottle, or uh, if they're being breastfed, then they'll, they'll mix a little bit of coconut oil in with their baby food that they're eating, and the eczema clears up just miraculously. So I've seen a lot, a lot of people be helped by adding good fats to their diet for eczema. Okay. Okay. I know that sounds Italian. Go ahead. (laughs) I know that sounds really simplistic, but it works normally.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I've got coconut oil. Um, Like uh, you know, born and raised 100% Italian. I cook with olive oil and use it not even cooking, just a lot naturally. I like to add it to their foods naturally. But like you said, she's a 14 year old. I've been trying to control her diet. (laughs) She was three or four years old and it's so difficult you know uh-huh. it's just like you know, they're at school or they're out with their friends so you know she's going to eat the junk but when she's home i try to add in all that good stuff but i'll try to add it more as well you know just right
1: to, right
2: more enforcing it like you know eat this and buying more of it
1: is she a picky eater tracy
2: um you know, she when she was younger she was. But nowadays she I think she's more, you know, prone to try newer things than my other two. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't yeah, I don't I don't see her as a picky eater. I don't see her as that. Okay.
1: Well good. Well thanks for your question. I appreciate you Thank joining you. us on this this special night of taping, yeah. which is kinda of, it's kind of a renegade night, but you know, so far it's calm.
3: Yeah. Well stay tuned. Thank
1: due. you.
2: Yeah. And you are super special to me, Julie. I love you. Oh. Thank you so much. Thanks, Trace.
1: All right. Bye bye. Have a good night. All righty, let's see who's next. I believe Kathy's next. Hi, Kath. Hi Julie. How are you, girl? I'm hanging in there. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Clarksville, Ohio. Clarksville. So what's the update? Your dad's? How's your dad holding up? He's been dying for a few months now.
3: Yeah, he's um, right now. He's doing his uh, once a month. My mom um, uses hospice respite care, so uh-huh. he's been there this week to give my uh-huh. mom a break. Um, I'm going up tomorrow, and it's my mom's birthday, so my sister and I are going to take my mom out to lunch. Wonderful. Um, and then I'll go see my dad, of course, while I'm in town there. So, Right. Um, and it looks like, I mean, we're having spectacular weather here, so the trip up and back should be pretty pleasant. Wonderful. So, yeah.
1: Did so, you get your sister like, to agree to go see your dad?
3: Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't given up yet. Um, no, yeah, I don't know. I mean maybe she will go tomorrow. I don't know. I kinda doubt it because she gets off work, she's going straight from work to meet us at three o'clock for a quick late lunch, early dinner, and then she's gotta take her youngest to dance class and she'll probably go home from there, so Okay. So yeah, still haven't gotten that accomplished. But Well, you can
1: only do what you can do for everybody that's listening that doesn't know what we're talking about. Kathy's dad's been dying for, what, Kathy, six months, something like
3: that? Yeah, maybe a little and, longer.
1: And he um, he just keeps hanging on, hanging on, and, and he wants to see his other daughter. And she's it's just so hard for her to go see her dad when he's dying. And so it's uh, it's been interesting to watch. I know it's heart-wrenching for you guys.
3: Yeah, it is to do that so
1: well did you have a question for me
3: um oh gosh i I did it was for me this time actually um i've been you know i with with the stress and just my what's going on with me i um i've fallen off the way had fallen off the wagon with my eating again Uh uh-huh hell yeah i get into that sugar so i know my candida is I'm sure my candida is up um, and I'm, I've am i been, but I i have been in the last few days um, reading online and I've done a couple of webinars. I just did one tonight ha, called five ways to reverse autoimmunity, which was uh-huh. really interesting. Um, so I guess I'm just open to what, uh, you know, any, whatever pops up for you as being, you know, what I need to hear right now <laughs> about this topic of, getting me really, you know, steadfastly back on on eating.
1: Okay. Right All right. All right. Let me get you on my radar. And I know you'll say yes, even though Gianna, Tracy's daughter, said no earlier. But I know you'll say yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, please. No, that was so funny. I'm telling you, it's normally kids. It's just funny. hilarious But they, they... They know it, yeah. Well, they just don't know what it is. And, yeah. and they're, they're just apprehensive, and and that's appropriate, that they're apprehensive. And their, yeah. their little discernment meter is is on high alert, and they're saying, what? Yeah. Which is, it, <laughs> which is just so cute. And then normally when their parents, normally it's the mom. When the mom says something, then the child is okay with it at a different time. All right, laser beam heading from... Me here in Alabama going up to you and Ohio got you. Yeah, you're full of yeast, full of yeast. Let me, what yeast looks like, everybody, is white powder. It looks like the yeast that comes in an envelope that you put in a, a loaf of bread if you're baking it. Or if you've never seen an envelope of yeast, just picture a bag of flour, just white, real fine flour. And so, Kathy, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, suck that out of your system. When I'm looking at somebody, I it reminds me of a hologram of that person. And it's almost as if I have a big screen TV in my head and I can see x-rays and MRIs and CT scans. And if, if any of you have ever seen the Star Trek TV show or movie, You may remember that in the movie they say, beam me up, Scotty, and he'll take people from the spaceship and beam them over to another planet. But as they're being beamed, how about that for a sentence, they look like a hologram of themselves. And so that's what you look like right now, Kath. All right. So I'm sucking all the candida out. Candida is caused by... An over, uh, it's an overabundance of yeast, and it's a gut microbiome that's messed up, which I just know. means our our stomachs have bugs in them that are bacteria. And antibiotics and pesticides in our food supply, and birth control pills and steroids and all kinds of things like that can really mess up our our stomachs and our digestive system. And so that's what. Kathy's got going on. When the, when the good bugs get killed off by those different kinds of medications and pesticides, uh, then the yeast is able to just kind of go wild. And that's what's happened with you, Kath. All right. Okay. Mold spores underneath the yeast. So you're getting double whammied. You got a bunch of mold spores. You sound exhausted, I noticed when you got on the phone tonight. Oh,
3: actually, I feel way better than I did two weeks ago because two weeks ago was when I started cleaning up my, my eating and started take, get, got back on my good supplement regimen every day religiously yeah. multiple times a day. So actually, I'm way better now than I was a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah. You're still working on kind of low power. So just go back on that. Other than that, I think you look good. I've gotten the yeast out of there temporarily and gotten the mold spores out. But, but I know that you have, you've called in before and talked about that you have mold where you live and you're trying to remediate that. And then, and then your food supply, but sugar, sugar makes us feel better and in, in our brains. And you're going through a lot of a lot of tough emotional times right now, so I yeah. I just think give yourself a pass if nothing else. Just to, well, if that's if, yeah, if that's what's yeah. helping you get this time with your dad dying, then hey.
3: Well, you know. and that's really that's really the main reason I'm not moving. I know you've been encouraging me to, and I know I need to. I just can't get myself mm-hmm. to do it while I'm in this process with him getting ready to pass. I just can't. I yeah, so I understand. But, I understand. But on a positive note, I did figure out that the that my air my air purifier, which is a pretty good one, the um because of the amount of mold and dust here, the uh-huh. it wasn't even working hardly anymore. I got a brand new filter yesterday. It's like, "Oh uh-huh. my god, it it's already helping a little bit." So I think um, I was I didn't realize that, so that will help a, a little bit at least.
1: Good. Well enjoy your time with your parents tomorrow and yeah, spend as much time with them as you can and enjoy the what sounds like beautiful foliage and weather up
3: there. Yeah. Okay, thanks, okay. Julie.
1: You bet. Thanks for calling in.
3: Thanks. Bye now.
1: All righty, I think our next caller is Kim. Hi Kim. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from.
4: I am calling from Summit, New Jersey. Well,
1: terrific. What's where, happening up there?
4: Where, oh gosh, it was like 76 degrees here today and just beautiful, sunny, no wind. It's like, pff, before I moved to California, I don't ever remember it being this warm in October in New Jersey, so I'll take it, you
1: know? <laughs> I bet. Well, good. Well, <laughs> enjoy it with and... Yeah, solidify that picture in your head for when you're buried in snow. Ugh, I know. Um,
4: yeah, I know. But I mean, the weather's just been lovely. I'm just, I'm just a bit sore from three races over the weekend and dancing till two o'clock in the morning every night. So, um, I. You know, please, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Every,
1: please tell everybody what kind of racing you do.
4: Yeah, so um, I do obstacle course racing. And uh, it's funny, I mean, they call it racing, but, you know, after, you know, we were in uh, Blue Mountains, uh, a little bit north of Toronto, Canada, there was a little over 3,000 athletes there uh, representing 67 countries. And it's really, I mean, I do it for fun and a lot of my girlfriends do it for fun. But when you get there with all these people there, there really is like this elite, like, Group of 25 people that are always winning. And, um, it's really amazing to watch them, you know, um, on the obstacles and running on the mountains. And I mean, it got so many the last day and a half that I literally, I I had the biggest part of the the team relay leg to, um, do a 5k in the mountains. And I literally laid and laid down like a mud slalom and just slalom down the mountain instead of even running because I would have slid on my butt. So, um, but it made it a lot of fun, but I'm really, really sore from it. So I I am getting a massage tomorrow, Tracy. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's really challenging. There was some obstacles that I got to and I could hear, uh, Joshua talking to me saying, this is just your fear. This is just your fear. Um, and then I looked down and there were these two people like, you know, uh, coaxing me on to finish this one obstacle that was really, really hard for me. And, and I did end up finishing it. So I was so proud of myself because it was probably the one I was most afraid of doing um, that day. So that was Well, really congratulations.
1: Cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank
4: you. Thank you. Do you
1: have a question for me?
4: Yeah. So I just have a question about my dog Guinness. Um, yeah. He is 13 and a half and I know you scanned him when we were in Florida Um, But I was just curious, um, because he seemed to be, once I got home in between Florida and Utah, he seemed to be um, better. But now that I got back from Canada, he seems to be a little bit, um, you know, lethargic, let Mm -hmm. say.
1: Okay. Isn't that a great name, everybody? Guinness for a dog. Mm -hmm. I think think that's just a, a, a wonderful name for a dog.
4: Yeah, he's a great dog. I've never heard a dog
1: called Guinness before, but (laughs) and and I know you call him Guinea for short, right? Yeah, Guinea Man, yep. Guinea, when you have asked me to scan him. All right, so what I'm doing is I'm connecting to you, got you, from you to Guinness, got him. His spirit's out of his body, Kimmy, and Mm -hmm. I think it was last time I scanned him. And what that means, everybody, is humans and animals. Our spirits, as I mentioned when I first started the show this evening, our spirits are inside a human or a canine or a feline or a bovine or whatever body. What are cows called? Cowlines. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the, the um, term for I know. them is. I'm, tr- the, I'm trying to think the of The Latin it too. term. Yeah. But anyway. I,
4: like, I know some of them are heifers, but I don't know. That's what I was
1: going to say, heifers, too, but I'm sure – I'll have to ask my son's girlfriend of many years. She's in vet school at Auburn and her third year of vet school, and she'll know that right off the bat, right off the top of her head. But anyways, his spirit is outside of his body. It's attached Mm -hmm. to the top of his head, and it looks like a bubble, Kimmy. It looks Mm -hmm. like if you have ever – I know you've seen a cartoon – so probably mm-hmm. many times in your life, and it's where the words go. It's, it's the cartoon caption bubble, almost mm-hmm. as if the cartoon character is thinking of, of something, and those are the words. So that's what the spirit looks like. And if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and you click on the button that says 12 Phases of Transition, you'll see what I'm talking about. I don't have pet graphics, but I have graphics for people. And you'll yeah. see those there. So yeah, and I was um, going
4: to say I think that's in your book
1: too. It is um, in my yes, my book yeah, is Angelic so. attendance. You're right. And is, is there any way to find out like what stage <laughs> he's
4: in or?
1: Yeah, I don't really ha- see stages with animals. Uh, they, I don't see that they go through the phases of transition like humans do, but we can ask him some questions. I can't get a read on him physically simply because the spirit, both in humans and in animals, is the power source for our human okay. or animal body. And it mm-hmm. would be like looking at an x-ray in a dark room, <laughs> in a black room. Mm-hmm. You can't, there's no yeah. power source to see what's going on. But let's ask him some questions. So Guinness, are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? Hmm. He's saying, he told me aspirin. I don't know. What are you giving him for pain? He's calling it aspirin, whatever it is. Yeah, I give him Rovera.
4: It's an anti-inflammatory from the vets. He gets half of one a day.
1: Okay. All right. Do you need Kimmy to up your dose? Yes. That came out before Mm -hmm. the question was even completely asked. Do you have questions Mm -hmm. for him? He's telling me he was waiting for you to get home.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, I know he's in pain. He's having a hard time walking around, too.
1: He's also telling me, too, Kimmy, that he... He can't jump on the bed anymore or or jump on furniture. It's really hard for him. So he would like it if you would snuggle with him on the floor. (laughs) Okay. I do (laughs) do that. Yeah. 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 He likes that and he wants you to do more of it. Tell me I can't jump up anymore. (laughs) Any other questions? Yeah, he's having a hard
4: time. Um, Is there anything else specifically that he needs from me or... Um, to, so that he's comforted a little bit more.
1: He's saying if you, if you can take him on a walk by himself. Yeah. He does that
4: usually every night. Yep.
1: You have other dogs, right?
4: Oh yeah. I got a farm here.
1: He wants to go just by himself because then he can go at his own pace. Okay. And he's telling me he doesn't need to walk very far, but that it would be easier on him if he, he could go by himself. Okay. with you. So.
4: Yeah. Yep. I hope that helps. Yep. That's okay. Awesome.
1: All right. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your race
4: and yeah, completing thank you your so much, Julie. Really.
1: Thanks for coming yeah. in.
4: Okay. Yeah, thank you so much.
1: Take care. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.
4: Bye-bye.
2: Thank you, Julie.
5: Most of us have busy lives and
1: We do this show every Thursday night, usually. Tonight's Wednesday night, but every Thursday night, we normally do this show at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. So there are several places where you can get this this call-in information. First one is on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the home page, you'll see all these numbers and time zones. Second place is wherever you download podcasts, this information's in the show notes. Each week, we put up a little blurb about who was on the show and what their questions were, and then at the bottom of that uh, uh, of those show notes, you'll see all this call-in information. I normally will. Post it online on uh, Instagram and on Facebook, both at AskJulieRyan.com, or AskJulieRyan, not even the .com, just AskJulieRyan and you'll see those. And then the last place is when you're on my site, sign up for my blog. And that's a question that somebody has submitted online and then I answer it. And it'll take you about maybe a minute to read it. I, I do my best to choose questions that I think will be interesting and I take them in order that they're received just to be fair to people that are submitting questions a lot of people will write me a little note and they'll say I have kids and so I can't be on the call because it's in the middle of bedtime but I I, that's why I'm sending this question and I get those answered too so look on that on that that blog email that comes out every Thursday morning, you'll see the call-in information on that little email blast as well. And then, lastly, while you're on my site, schedule an appointment with me, and we can have a whole hour to discuss whatever you want. I tell people I'm a businesswoman that does woo-woo, number one, and number two, that I'm like a I'm like a buffet of psychicness. <laughs> Which means if we have an hour, I can scan you medically, I can scan your pets, we can talk to deceased loved ones, we can do past life stuff, I scan buildings all the time, homes often when somebody's buying a new home or a building they 'll have me scan that that uh, dwelling or that business and and then they 'll have a list of all the things to hand that need to be checked when they have the inspector come. (laughs) The inspector kind of looks at them like they're half nuts, but most of the time it's accurate. For instance, there's mold in the back right corner. There's a leak under this eave, or there's some rotting wood on this window and on the side of the house, or there's there's some drainage issues around the house. I had one person a couple weeks ago that had a sub pump in their basement that was broken, and, uh, and that was at the top of the list. So the inspector probably would have checked it anyways, but he was laughing when he got to that sub pump in their basement, and sure enough, it was broken. So it's really fun, and we get a whole hour just to focus on you and what your questions are. So consider that, too. All right. Here's a question that was submitted online by Catherine, and Catherine lives in Los Angeles, California. And she said, Hi, Julie. Ever since I left my meditation teacher over 13 years ago, I've had pain and tension in my solar plexus diaphragm area. When I think about going to heaven with angelic attendance, that's the name of my book, I get this guilty and sad feeling that keeps me focused on that area, and I can't snap out of it. It's chronic shame slash guilt that years of counseling and talking with angels isn't helping. I feel the origin is in my root chakra, and it's also attached to my throat, but I've tried everything, and it's still there all the time every day and manifests as panic and difficulty lying down. Please tell me anything you can that may help relieve my symptoms or figure out the origin of this issue so I can heal it forever. Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Catherine. In order to get more information about what's causing your pain, I energetically connected with you in Los Angeles. When I got you on my radar, I could, quote, see a large cannonball-sized hole in your energy field membrane over your solar plexus. Now, when I say see, that means in my mind's eye. My eyes are closed, like what I was talking about when with Tracy, our first caller, and I can visualize this stuff in my head. I went on to say, our energy fields, and I have in parentheses spirits, are the everlasting part of us that has incarnated into a body to have a human experience. As I perceive it, each energy field has a very thin outer membrane that contains our spirit's energy in order for it to support, in parentheses power, our human bodies. Now, let me give you a visual on this. Let me me take a time out from my answer here. If you've ever gone to the pet store and bought or or a fair or someplace and bought a goldfish and you've taken it home, how do they give it to you? They put the goldfish in water and it's normally in a plastic bag that's tied in a knot at the top. So picture that goldfish swimming around in water in that plastic bag, and then here's the here's the correlation, or here's what I'm trying to do for a metaphor for that. The goldfish is the body. The water it's swimming in is our spirit, and then the the plastic bag that's the container for the goldfish in the water is the energy field membrane, and so that's what I'm talking about. We all have energy fields. It's the same thing as our spirit, our soul, our energy field, and if you've ever looked at a painting of, say, the Virgin Mary or Jesus or one of the saints, oftentimes they'll be depicted with a halo around them either around their head or their whole body. And through the ages, we've just considered those people to be holy. Well, in essence, we all have halos around us. It's called our energy field. Some people call it our aura. And we're all holy. So those painters back in the day, Leonardo da Vinci's day and even even before him, I believe, could see the energy field or the aura around people they were painting. And that's how that originated in the old master's paintings. Okay, back to my answer. The hole in your energy field membrane is causing a massive energy leak in your system and not allowing your body to use its full power to heal and return to homeostasis. That means health. Homeostasis is natural health that we all that our bodies all try and return to energy leaks are always caused by emotional trauma either in this or a past life and precede illness and disease the emotional trauma can be something seemingly insignificant like somebody called you a bad name when you were a small child and hurt your feelings to something major like an accident you may or may not remember the incident if you think about when something happened to you as a small child We can look at that situation as an adult now and say, oh, it was not a big deal. But when you're three and somebody calls you a bad name and hurts your feelings, it's a really big deal at that point. I went on to say, whenever I see energy field membrane issues, I envision myself going into the hole or a tear, and I'm normally shown a mini-movie about what happened. I'm given information about your age at the time, who, if anybody, was with you, and a bit about the circumstances that transpired. Once the trauma is identified, the membrane will immediately get repaired and in turn will facilitate healing in the body. I believe this is an essential step in the whole getting well process. In your case, I saw you at the age of 13 being beaten by a man. Based on the size and severity of the hole, I believe you've been physically abused for a good portion of your childhood and adult life. As is always the case, once the emotional trauma is identified, and that's what happened here with you, I watched the hole in your energy field membrane get repaired and then shot energy through your body from your feet through the top of your head. You lit up like a beacon of light and are now working on full power. I believe this quote healing will help your body end the pain and tension you've been feeling. So Catherine, I think you had a hole in your energy field membrane and it's healed now, so I'll be eager to hear how you're feeling. So either call in or write in and let us know, because that'll be interesting. And also let us know if that if if in fact you have been physically abused. Based on what I'm seeing, it looks like you were. Okay. Here we go. Let's go to our next caller, and I believe it's Lizzie. Hi, Lizzie. Are you with us?
6: I am. How are you, Julie? I'm well. How are you? No, I'm good.
1: Sorry, I'm I'm sorry. I'm
6: well. Thanks. Good.
1: Please tell everybody where you're calling from.
6: Uh, From Bethel, Connecticut. I'm up here with Tracy. Oh,
1: good. (laughs) Sounds like you guys are having a party in the hospital room. (laughs) <laughs> we're hanging at
6: my house tonight Go to the hospital
1: today mama's doing so good oh wonderful wonderful i know a bunch of people were with tracy when she called in a couple of weeks ago when her mom was in the hospital so well well do you have a question for me um yeah i was just wondering
6: if you could do a scan because i have um i've just been feeling off and i've uh went to a doctor, had all this blood work done, and I'm just curious if you know if it's something physical or something emotional or yeah it, it was interesting to me the conversation you had with the other gal because that was one of the things that that had come up was candida
1: uh uh-huh. so, i think I think a lot of people myself included i've fought it all my life from being on way too many antibiotics as a child that then just whacked my immune system and kept me on antibiotics at least once a quarter, even into my adulthood. I didn't start healing from it till I was 40. So I think that it's becoming much more prevalent too, because of our food supply being treated with the Roundup and the other pesticides and they're bug killers. They kill bugs. And so they're killing the good bugs in our, in our uh, digestive systems. So it's kind of crazy. What's going on? Plus, I think we know about it now, whereas, and and it's really just been in the last, I would say, maybe 10 years. I don't even know if it's been that long, where people are starting to understand really what this is all about and how it affects our gut biome and our our digestive systems so what i'm going to do lizzie is i'm going to get you on my radar as you've heard and and i'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head and then we'll see what comes up i don't edit anything i get because i believe who am i to judge what you're supposed to hear i'm just the messenger i'm just the conduit all right all right and the energy is always going to go where it's needed most first so you may think that your left elbow is the big pressing issue, and it goes to your, to your right heel or something completely unrelated. Okay. Okay. So so here we go. All right. Laser beam heading to unit Connecticut. Got you. All right. Shooting energy from your yeah. You're full of candida. Fall. 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 You look. You look like a. <laughs> you look like a, an outline of a plastic bag of your body, and it's full of white powder. Is that what the doctor told you?
6: yeah, that's what she said. Well, she didn't put it that way, but yeah
1: yeah
6: <laughs> I, yeah you I mean, I've been following a program for almost two weeks now of some kind of you know herbal supplements and uh staying away from sugar and alcohol, which is killing me
1: <laughs> right right the other The other thing is. A couple of things that you can do that can help. Coconut oil is an is a natural antifungal, so okay. use coconut oil. I like the bulletproof. It's called Brain Octane oil, and you can get it on I bulletproof use it every day. <laughs> you use it, okay, great. I know exactly what. No, I haven't
6: in a while, but I was. I was okay. doing that. Uh, yeah, you know, that will that will help
1: a lot. Lizzie, the other thing is if you, if you can um, do a couple of other things. When you have leftovers, put them in those quart-sized Ziploc bags and freeze them. I, I always freeze okay. them flat. And then I write on them, and then I stack them up right in my freezer so I can do that. Because once food sits in the refrigerator, even for a few hours, certainly overnight, and you're going to eat leftovers in a day or two, it starts to decompose and gets lots of yeast on it. So that's item item number two. The other thing is when you go to a restaurant, many restaurants will put a slice of lemon in the water. Yeah. So tell them you don't want you want it without lemon because the really? peel the peel is full water. of yeast. And wow. you're just drinking you're just drinking a yeast cocktail when you do that. So if you want lemon in your water, squeeze it in your water. Squeeze the lemon, okay. cut a lemon in half, squeeze it in your water. But those slices sit around. For a long time, they cut them up early in the morning, normally in restaurants, and they throw them in the water, and it's just it's just yeast water. The other thing is, if you're drinking bottled water, try and get the kind that's ozonated and purified. Okay. Because spring water, Uh, yeah, spring water has has stuff in it. Yeah, it's got all it's got natural bugs and paramecium and god only knows whatever and so that will help help you with that and then of course your doctors already told you sugar and alcohol and processed foods if you really need a motivator to stay away from alcohol are you a beer drinker by any chance i like everything pretty much (laughs) okay all right go on youtube and and put in the search engine, um, cleaning taps, like a beer on tap in a restaurant. It's so disgusting, Lizzie. It looks like soap <laughs> suds coming out. there, so much yeast. And yeah. so people that are big beer drinkers that have a yeast problem, I'll say, go on, a, go on YouTube and look at those videos. And, and they'll email me afterwards. And they'll say, oh, my goodness. I I don't know that I'll ever drink that again after seeing that. Oh. There's so much cheese.
6: My husband so loves tap beer too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, hopefully it's not a problem for him like it is for you. And then lastly, if you can stay away from processed foods as much as you can, just just try and eat as as wholesome as you can. You know, if it swims, runs, flies or or walks, that's okay or if it comes off a tree or out of the ground or from a plant of some kind. um I've heard people say, "Which if your grandmother would eat it, it's okay." <laughs> but right. I don't know. I don't know how old you are. It may be your great grandmother because <laughs> your grandmother <laughs> may, your grandmother may may be used to eating processed foods. So um, no, I so those it. can help. <laughs> One last thing, Lizzie, on the yeast, and obviously I know a lot about this because I I dealt with it for so much of my life before I got well, is there's a medicine called Nystatin, N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N, and Nystatin is an antifungal that's found in the ground. You have to get it with a prescription, but it is just miraculous, has been for me. Okay. Okay. So, So it'll kill the yeast on contact and that's what monostat and athlete's foot and jock itch cream and all that kind of stuff that's all yeast and it they use nystatin in that they use this antifungal and and when you take that it ju- it doesn't go systemic it just stays in your gi tract, and it will really help you a lot if you can get your doctor okay. to prescribe that okay so. Okay. The, one, the woman I
6: saw was holistic, so I don't. I I'll have to talk to, I guess, a regular doctor about it. Yeah, yeah. Do that, Do but you, you can.
1: But Google Nystatin, and you'll see it. Okay.
6: Do you have any idea, like a time frame, by any
1: chance, or of how long it'll take for you to heal? Yeah. Well, so much of that is predicated on what you're eating and what you're drinking. I've been really good. <laughs> okay, well, continue to be really good, and I know that's hard at times, but continue to do that. And uh, I think the the more you can do that, the more your system is going to heal. What I've done is I've blown the yeast out. You've still got quite a bit of inflammation in your intestines and in your stomach, and so I've what I've done is getting the gotten the um, getting. I've been getting the. I got the inflammation gone <laughs> <calm> down. <laughs> Good grammar. Uh, and then there's this white, really thick, energetic cream that I see, Lizzie, and, it, and I, it soothes really tender tissues. And that's what I saw applied to your stomach and your intestines. And it's it's very soothing. It reminds me of that old-fashioned face cream in the blue Nivea jar. Did you ever yeah. see that? Yeah, that that yeah. kind of really thick cream that when you put it on your skin it feels cold. Yep. Yeah. So so that's what's what's going on there. So I think stay on course and you're going to feel a lot better. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, you um, bet. Thanks, Colin.
6: Can I ask you just one quick one more thing? Sure. Would any of this like affect my feet by any chance? As far as pain? Yeah, like aching pain.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And if you Google candida yeast, you'll be amazed at all of the symptoms. I I mean they it ranges from neuralgia kind of tingles in your extremities to joint pain, extremity pain, mental fog, indigestion, bloating, gas, depression. It's crazy. And the reason is the yeast releases a bunch of toxins into the bloodstream. And and right. so the body's just trying to combat it. So yes, okay. I think you'll feel a marked yeah. improvement once you get the yeasties under control. All right, excellent. Okay. Thank and I you think so Isabel's much. there with you if she has a question. She is. Okay.
2: Yes. Hi, Julie. Hi, Isabel. I actually have a um there's another friend here. His name is Scott, and he wanted to know about his relative. Um, okay. He's not doing very well. Scott, say hello to Julie. Hi. Hi, Scott. And you wanted to,
6: to ask about Dan?
3: Yeah, I have a cousin, Dan, who just got diagnosed recently with leukemia. He did oh. uh, seven days of chemo. Oh, the doctor okay. told, her, told him um, if they didn't do the chemo, he would make it two or three months. Right. But I was just wondering if you know anything about that.
1: Yeah, let me – what I'm going to do, Scott, is I'm going to connect to you and from you to Dan. And like with Tracy's daughter, Gianna, I will ask his permission to scan him. Don't scan anybody without their permission because it's an ethical thing. I think that's a crazy invasion of privacy, and I just won't do it. And let me see what I can get on my radar if he's willing to – to let me scan him. And if he's not, then I, I can we can ask him some questions anyways telepathically. So here comes my laser beam to and then from you to Dan. All right, so I've got Dan. Okay, Dan's spirit is out of his body, which he is in what I call the third phase of the twelve phases of transition. And if have those girls get you on my website, Ryan dot com, and you'll see what that looks like. And right now, I can explain it to you again, like what I was talking about with Kim and her dog. The spirit. Did you hear that part, Scott? No. Okay. The spirit exits the body through the top of the head as I perceive it. And it hangs on to the top of the head as somebody is dying in what looks like the bubble from a cartoon caption where the words are. And so that's what his spirit looks like right now. And he is surrounded by angels and it looks like he's, is he, are his parents still alive? Uh, Yes. Okay. That's what I'm getting. And so his his closest maternal relatives are there. He's got the closest female relative at his right foot, the closest male maternal relative at his left foot. Would that be his grandparents or his great-grandparents? I'm getting great-grandparents. Are his
3: grandparents still alive? No. my um, I don't know about the other side of his family. My grandparents are gone. His wife is with him.
1: And you're related. Your grandparents were his mother's parents? And your mother's parents? Father's.
3: Okay, Father's so who,
1: parents. how about his mother's parents? His mother's grandparents?
3: I I never met him or her. Okay. I never met his meant- mother. So
1: you don't know if she's alive or not?
3: Yeah, I'm not sure. I know his mother's alive, but I don't know if his grandparents are. I'm assuming okay. not because he's 47, 48 years old.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're there. Let me see if I can get a read on it. I'm getting it's his grandparents whose spirits are there and it's always on the maternal side. So, um, I always ask people when they're, he the game in, Oh my gosh, that's great. I always ask people when they're <laughs> nice. transitioning, Scott, three questions. Yeah. And let's, let's ask Dan these questions. Number one, are you ready to go? He's saying no. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? My family. What specifically about your family? Okay, he's saying he wants his family around, but he doesn't want them to baby him. He feels like they're helicopter family members at the moment, that they're hovering (laughs) over him. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah, it's probably his dad's wife. Okay.
1: So he wants his family around him, but he wants them not to be quite as, as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I I think he wants them to be attentive but not not be hovering. It's it's just Army a little is. much. Yes. Yes. So now, having said that, there are twelve phases of transition, Scott, and they're in my book, Angelic Attendance. You can get a link on my website or you can get it off of Amazon or Barnes & Noble or any of those places. But you can also see this chart on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and it will make sense to you. Um, the book may be something that you might want to read and you may want to give it to his family if and when it gets to the point where it's evident that he's, he's transitioning. Okay. okay. Now, the fact that he's in phase three right now, he's in the very early phases. There's 12 of them as I perceive them. And he may go back. He may decide that he isn't ready. I've seen that happen as well. Not very often, but I have seen it uh, when people are in the late phases and, and they go back and, and then they get well. So I hope that information helps. Um, you know, that the book will, will give you a lot of information, but it will also provide a lot of comfort as you go through this. Are you and he close?
3: Uh, Not so much anymore. He lives in Florida. Okay. Okay. But we're well, close in age, so.
1: Yeah. Well, good luck to him and, and to his family. Well, thank you. You bet. You bet. All right. Isabel, you got a question for me? No, my friend, I just wanted to hear your voice. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for joining us this evening. I will get to another question that was submitted online. But I hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right, we have time for one more question, and this one was submitted online, and it comes from Patrice, and Patrice lives in Stewart, Florida, and she asked, can you explain how the pets are involved in the stages of death? That's what I was just talking about with Scott, was the 12 phases of transition. She went on to ask, when do they appear? Are they given priority over those you had a lesser bond with? And she then she says, looking forward to reading your book, Angelic Attendance. And here's my response. Hi, Patrice. Great questions. Pet spirits appear in phase seven of the 12 phases of transition and, as I'm facing the dying person, are located behind the angels to the right. To see a graphic of what I'm describing, please go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and click on the 12 Faces of Transition tab. You'll also see graphic depictions and explanations of the 12 Faces in my book, Angelic Attendance. Spirits of every deceased pet we've ever had are present when we die. They, along with many angels and spirits of deceased loved ones, I call them the Welcome to Heaven Committee, are there to greet and lead us into paradise. It's truly a glorious sight to behold, and all of us will experience it when we die. Regarding your question about pet spirits being given priority over those whom we had a lesser bond, that's an interesting thought to ponder and one I haven't previously considered. After some contemplation, I believe pets are in the front row, albeit to the side, right behind the line of angels with the spouse if they're deceased and relatives and friends spirits because of their importance in the dying person's life. So if you picture the person is lying in a bed, the dying person, there's this horseshoe of angels that's at the foot of their bed that eventually opens up into a straight line behind that line, are deceased family and friends to the left, to the middle, and then over to the right is what I call the dog pound. <laughs> That's where all the animals are. And so they are front and center. When I asked the spirits and beyond for clarification as to why pets assumed that position, I got, in quotes, that means that thought came into my head, because they're such an integral part of our lives. I also got, humans often spend more actual time, hours, days, weeks, months, years, with pets done with people in their lives? Thanks for such an insightful question. So I have seen really wacky things when I first saw uh, of pets in the room with people who were dying. Now I'm used to it. But I've seen farm animals. I've seen horses and cows and pigs and chicks and, oh my gosh, ducks and all kinds of farm animals, I've seen ferrets, I've seen those pet pigs like some people have, all kinds of dogs and cats and birds, and it's just amazing to me. And oftentimes when I describe what the animals look like to the family members of the one person who's dying, they'll say, oh yeah, that was sparky, or that was frisky, or that was whatever, Lucille, the cat. And it's just remarkable to me, and it gives us an idea of how important pets are to all of us because their little spirits are with us when they die, and they certainly are with us when we die and are there to help support us in our transition. And with that, we are out of time, everybody. So thank you to those of you that called in this evening, and since we taped this show early, I really appreciate you making the time and effort to join us. And for those of you that are listening, please call in next week, regular time, regular station, Thursday night at 8 Eastern, uh, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. And uh, send me your questions online, and I hope you all have a wonderful week. God bless the people in Napa they're still dealing with fires and everybody else that's recurring from hurricanes and earthquakes. Thanks everybody.
0: Take care. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan.